Hello and welcome back to Stories brought to you by Kiosk M1C. Kiosk M1C is the voice of Lower Stable Street and has curated all shops, events and exhibitions on Lower Stable Street since Coldrop Shard first opened in 2018. Their mission has been to support new businesses and provide an environment in which they can thrive and grow. I'm Maria Hanlon and in each episode I'll be finding out the real stories of how these businesses have developed and how the community has helped shape their journey. In episode two, I chat with floral artist Sophie Kim, who runs Rosa, a floral business based on Lower Stable Street. Sophie always had a love of flowers, and in 2020, she turned her dream into a reality. Rosa specializes in dried flowers, beautifully crafted briefs, and bouquets. It's honestly one of the prettiest places I've ever stepped foot in, and the smell is just sensational. In the episode, I asked Sophie about her background in fine arts and sculpture, how the Rosa journey began, the biggest lessons she's learned along the way, and we just cover so much more. Here we go, episode two with Sophie from Rosa. Welcome to the podcast, Sophie. Could you start by telling me what Rosia is? What Rosia is? Yes. Um, hello, my name is Sophie. Nice to meet you. Um, I'm uh, owner of Rosia. And Rosier is a, like a small flower shop. We are doing like all, all about flowers, like making flower bouquets. Also, like we are doing events, wedding, installations, extra, extra, like workshops as well. Yeah. Amazing. And just before the podcast, you showed me around the shop and it smells heavenly. <laughs> that smell is literally the best smell ever. You're so lucky that you get that scent every day. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, so I'm going to be asking all the guests on the podcast about their story. So how did the Rosier journey begin? So I studied sculpture in Korea. And then like, I, I think I always like wanted to become an artist because I studied art for a long time. And then like, when my final year, I kind of like, be fed up of fine art. Yeah. And then I just like, oh, what about like learn something new? And then came to the UK and studied floristry for three years. And then that's how, how I started. But like, sculpture and then floristry, it's like, it's really similar, actually. It's actually same things. I'm just making scarf. I'm just sculpting with flowers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be asking all the guests on the podcast about their story. So could you tell me everything about the Rosia journey and how it began up until right now here today? So um, I used to have a studio in near Londonville. It was a like art studio, and I share with really lovely lady, just like a small studio. And it was like very hidden as well. No one can find me. And I just go there and not even making flowers, just painting and like made some sculpture, <laughs> like just as an artist. And then like, I felt like, ah, oh, it's, it's a bit boring, you know, I, I want to be more visible. And then like, I walk around this area, Court of Yard, I never been actually, and during lockdown. And I found empty space and then just like find the email address and then like just like ask the guy and like, um, I'm Sophie and I'm florist, blah, blah, blah. And like, I want to have our space. And then that's how we get into Corridor's Yard. Amazing. And how long did it take to set that up from when you got the keys, opened it all up until sort of when it was fully functioning as a shop? Actually, like a few weeks, actually. 
we didn't um do any like um interior or anything uh, i just bought some like a vintage like table and i just used the shelving unit just where they were as well and and then um actually we we've redone everything in the shop recently like last december or november so yeah so let's go into a little bit more detail about that. So obviously with your background in sculpture and fine art, how does that inform your practice with the flowers now? How does it like feed into it? You said that it's very similar, but what are the like key similarities? So like my main like uh, work, main job. Yeah. Like my favorite job job from Rosier is uh, insulation. So like I'm decorating a space, for example, restaurant or clothing shop, like a shop window space, decorating like shop window space with flowers, but more like making 3D foam, like hanging insulation or like wall insulation. It's like, it's not just making like a floor bouquet. It's like, it's really, really connected with sculpting. Yeah. And it looks really difficult as well. <laughs> like, how do you actually go about that? How long would it take you to make, say, say you're doing an installation, a typical installation, I guess each of them are very different, but give an example, perhaps like a wedding or something, how long would the preparation for that take? So wedding is, it, it really depends on like what you just said. Yeah. Like a small wedding is like, just like not taking long, but like if it's like a big wedding, it takes like three, four hours with our team or together. Yeah. Yeah. And how many people are there in your team? <laughs> we are a very small team, like just three of us. Oh, wow. <laughs> all hands on deck. So all of you working super hard. I love that. And do you remember your first sort of big job? What was it? Was it insulation? Was it a wedding? Do you remember your first like first, big booking as like Rosia? Yeah. First big job, actually, thankfully, uh, our landlord gave me. Okay. <laughs> Argent. <laughs> nice. And what did you have to do for that? So... I put up like a really big insulation for their like office for the like a front um, window space. Yeah. And how did that feel after you'd done that first big sort of job as Rosia? I like it felt like already successful. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's the feeling you want, right? Your first big booking and you smashed it. Yeah. And then what happened after that? Did the booking sort of flow it? Did they start like rolling in? Was business really busy or was it a bit slow to start with and it slowly picked up? How did it, how did the journey go from that point to now? Um, actually, that was quite lucky. And then like after that, kind of like quiet and like a bit slow. And, but now like we got a lot of like inquiries and like, so I, I, I feel like definitely business like are growing a lot. Yeah business is thriving like the flowers we love that <laughs> so i know rosia aims to be as sustainable as possible with the use of your dried flowers was sustainability always at the forefront of what you wanted to do so like actually like to be honest i'm not just uh work with dried flowers uh we, we do both but mainly dried flowers mm -hmm. Because we started Rosier during lockdown, like during pandemic. And then I couldn't really bring fresh flowers at the time because not enough job to do. So what about just like started with dried flowers? We can keep longer, more sustainability and like extra extra. So like we started with that. And then like, like 
it became like looks like everyone think I'm just working with dried flowers, but actually that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. cover all bases. You do both. I love yeah. that. So how long would your dried flowers last, for example? Oh, that's that's a good question. Um, like some dried flowers actually last like really long time. Like for example, one of my friends said he kept his hydrangea like flowers for 20 years oh wow <laughs> can you believe that that's so long so i had to say just throw it now <laughs> yeah but like like that long time yeah. amazing and do you dye the flowers as well yes actually oh. we do we dye uh flowers and um, with uh some dye powder amazing yeah because i saw so you can sell them individually don't you in there yeah. and so you can like customize a bunch yes that's the most like um popular thing to do Ooh, in our shop i'm definitely going to get one of them 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. so now we've had a little bit about the current day reflecting back what would you say is the biggest lesson you've learned along the way since setting up rosia probably like working not working hard working smart ah <laughs> that's a good one yeah <laughs> Because like, like I used to take like all of job because at the beginning because I I don't mind doing all of the jobs but like now I'm just kind of like maybe a little bit picky to like um, meet customer client for example like meet a, a client who actually get along with us yeah like, yeah like who loves our style who loves our flowers, something like that. So like just working together, like, and they make it best synergy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's when you know you're doing something right, when you can sort of turn people away, when you're getting so busy, you can pick and choose. And yeah, as you said, not working like 24 seven, just working smarter and like, yeah, yeah, time management is key. I've learned that along the way as well. (laughs) So fast forward to now, what would you say is a typical day like in your shop? What goes on? Um, just like a normal flower shop, to be honest, just like uh, serving people and like making flowers for them and suggesting vases for them. And yeah, just like that. And what do you think of being here in Coldrop Shard? Because obviously each day is very different because you get lots of people like calling into the shop. Is it nice to just like meet strangers every day and speak to them and tell them about what you do? Yeah, yeah. So like, when we were in a shop like we we got like a lot of different customers to be honest like yeah some people just buying like really small flowers and just a bouquet like even some people buy just like one single stem of flowers as well oh really yeah yeah nice and also like some customer like they became like a big client they are like yeah like for example wedding or like or like restaurant owner and stuff yeah so are you based in the shop the whole time or are you elsewhere some of the time? Actually, I'm not working at the shop anymore. Um, our like um, girls, they are working in the shop. They're taking care of our shop. And I'm working outside more like admin and like meeting and doing installations and contract flowers for the hotel and stuff. Yeah. Was that a recent change that you started, that you stopped, sorry, working in the shop? It was a recent change, yeah. And how did it feel when you stepped back from the shop? Did it feel like giving up your baby? Or were you like, <laughs> it's all good, the girls have got it? 
Um, so at the beginning, to be honest, at the beginning, I felt a bit like um, worried about it and like, oh, maybe I should go to the shop and oh, I need to let them know, blah blah blah. But like I, now, just I I trust them. Like yeah, I fully yeah, they're really good florists and they can do. Whatever they want, yeah. They've got your full trust. Yes, yeah. Because yes. that must be the hardest part when you're like, you've built this sort of, you know, really successful shop and then you hand it over to someone to look after like the sort of day-to-day. That must be a bit scary at first, but it's good to know that you've like got trust and it's yeah. all going well, so that's great. <laughs> Is it difficult managing the bigger clients alongside your day-to-day in the shop, like the weddings and the exhibitions and the installations? No, no. It's just like a very, like, we are very flexible and like a bit casual than like serious i i think so <laughs> yeah like anyone's welcome oh that's so yeah. nice so what would you say is the most rewarding part of your job rewarding part um probably like um like for me like as i said i love insulation job like after I've done like one job like that and like I feel so happy when I see like a customer happy or so like when people like f- give me some feedback about my flowers that is like really really yeah happy for me yeah yeah then you know you've done a good job yeah <laughs> <laughs> love that so what is we're gonna flip it so what would you say is the most challenging part of your job what's the most difficult part go to the flower market in the morning oh really <laughs> yeah like need to get up like like really early yeah that is really hard yeah I'm, I'm going to the market like every week so that that is quite challenging part <laughs> as a joke but like also like um so for example like actually every single job for me challenging um because the business is growing and we get like bigger job every single time and then like the some jobs I never done it before and like just now I'm practicing for the insulation as well Ah, so like yeah it's different each time and just going back to the flower market because I'm intrigued so what goes on there where is it based in London this flower market as well and you go there you said what once a week and you choose all the yeah the flowers that you want yeah uh, the new Covent Garden market um in Vauxhall we're going um, yeah, they open like maybe three or four in the morning. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So do you go there at that time? Not that time. I was going <laughs> to say, that is lazy. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. Yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. I didn't know that at all. That's so interesting. So what's coming up over the next few weeks for you? So actually this week, uh, we're going to uh, install a, like, a, is it, maybe it's a set design, like for a photo shoot for uh, the outlet. Yeah. Oh, and what, what are you going to make for that? What are you going to create? Uh, we're going to build a, like, um, full floral room with, like, full of 
fresh and dry the flowers for them. A yeah. floral room? Yeah, yeah. So there's going to be a lot of flowers, right? A lot this of is a flowers. Big job. Yeah. How long is this prep going to take you? Probably like weeks, like two weeks. Oh my gosh. And yeah. so what are you going to have to do to the room? You're going to transform a room into literally a floral space. Yeah. So like, it's going to be like, just like two empty water. I need to fill up with all the flowers. So first concept is, it's really like the spring and like um, neutral beige, the cream color of flowers. We need to like um, install with some chicken wires and and then second concept is like a bit crazy and like crushing colors and stuff so we're gonna dye some flowers ourselves as well it's gonna be really fun yeah oh that sounds fun (laughs) what is your favorite thing to create whether that could be like a color scheme or an installation or something maybe you've done already or something you're planning for the future like what's your favorite thing that you get the most enjoyment out of creating I'd love to make hanging hanging insulation. That is my favorite thing to do. There's really like actually very physical, like hard hard job, like physically really hard, like going to ladder all the time and like come come up and come down and like actually next day, next few days, like my body feels so painful. But, like, I love this job. Like, yeah, this is my favorite. No pain, no gain. It's worth it. It's worth <laughs> yeah. it. Okay, I like that. So, what are your future plans now for Rosia? Do you have an end goal? Um, I don't have end goal, but, like, I definitely want to make Rosia as, a like, a brand. So, we, we want to make some, like, like Rosia-made like a vases or like a Roger made like some like product for lifestyle yeah amazing yeah because also you sell vases we saw some candles the yeah. little really cute ones that we yeah. just saw next door <laughs> so it's not just flowers it's mostly flowers but you do sell other bits and bob ceramics yes and yes. vases stuff like that too so we're asking each guest what is the one book or it could be a film or an exhibition or something creative that someone wanting to get into floristry should consume what would you recommend um like that that was the quite hard question actually like I I would recommend any like art exhibition that would be great because it's all connected to be honest also like I love the magazine called the plant that is really like good magazine to have a look like very interesting like art magazine yeah plant magazine okay cool and where do you just coming off the back of that question where do you get inspiration from do you ever feel like you need new inspiration and what do you do if you feel like that i'd love to go to gallery yeah always like when i have a day off like i always like go to gallery and have a good time yeah there yeah amazing such a creative person all round. (laughs) (laughs) so where is the one place in king's cross apart from obviously your lovely shop that everyone should check out and why i love hato store um because they've got like a lot of like nice stuff also like nice books and like very good art curations as well and also just only one shop in london no in the uk maybe in the world <laughs> yeah love that okay hato and where can people find you 
obviously on Lower Stable Street, your lovely shop is next door to Voices Radio. We're very lucky to have this wonderful smell of fresh flowers every day. <laughs> but where online can people find you? Online, we have an online shop. Uh, yeah. So people can buy bouquets from there yes, as well. Yes. And Instagram? Do you have yeah, Instagram, Instagram we yeah. have, yeah. Is it just Rosia? Uh, underscore rosier underscore yeah underscore rosier underscore make sure to check that out yeah. <laughs> okay amazing thank you so much for being on the podcast sophie thank you thanks for having me <laughs>